Wisconsin's Afternoon News continues on WTMJ. Greg Matzik and Telly Hughes. Also keeping an eye on a big story here. If the government shuts down next week, it's on track to become one of the largest government shutdowns in history. Go back to 2018. That was a five-week standoff, and it was estimated that about $3 billion in U.S. economic activity evaporated. That's it. Gone. Never to be recovered. Well, it's thought that the current potential shutdown could become the largest in government history, or at least one of them. To help us walk through the details of what could happen and when, let's welcome in M. Wynn from ABC. Hi, M. Hey, good to be here. Is there any reason for optimism here that things could get cleared up, that discretionary funding packages could be agreed upon before the deadline? There is always room for optimism. I think right now it's going to be really difficult for the Republican leader in the House, Speaker Kevin McCarthy, to get all of his members on board. Remember, he doesn't have very much room for error. He can only lose four Republican votes. And right now, at least 16 conservatives have signaled they're going to be a no vote. There are certain things that they want, and he's walking a very fine line. Of course, he's trying to appeal to both the House Freedom Caucus, those far-right members, as well as the Main Street Caucus, which are those more pragmatic, more on the uh, more moderate uh, conservatives. And it's going to be really difficult for him to get everyone in line. He did say today, though, that he would not quit before the quote game was over he said that certainly there is some progress being made behind closed door meetings um, but essentially we don't know many of the details of what they're saying behind those closed door meetings and so it seems pretty futile at this time but it's very possible still it seemed like kevin mccarthy's constituents have really drawn a hard line in the sand and if that's the case it does seem like we are inevitably heading towards a government shutdown. Is that just what is perceived or how close are they to coming to some sort of agreement in reality? So the idea here for the timing is that they want to bring up some sort of vote by tomorrow. But today, when reporters asked McCarthy about it, he did not commit. He seemed a little bit frustrated with the questions. Reporters asked it multiple times of whether or not the stopgap measure would definitely come to the floor tomorrow. But again, he wouldn't say that it would. He just said that he wouldn't give up. Uh, before, you know, game time is over. He kept, you know, alluding to uh, an overtime in sports. So certainly it looks like there is some frustration. It looks like it's a pretty difficult time for him. And essentially it's just proving just how fragile his speakership really is. Back when he was having those votes in the House to actually get the speakership, he gave up a lot in order to get the title. And right now, because he has to appeal to the far right flank, but also the swing state conservatives, it's making him look very weak, frankly, at this point. And ultimately, if, let's say, the House vote does happen either Thursday or Friday or in the days to come, it will be a key test for McCarthy and whether he can unite the GOP conference. At this point, of course, even if it does pass the House, it still has to pass the Senate. uh, And this measure would only be keeping the government open until October 31st. As of right now, it looks like the Republican leader in the Senate, Mitch McConnell, is really giving McCarthy a lot of breathing room. He's not saying much. He's just kind of relying on what the speaker is trying to accomplish. 
And as for Democrats in the Senate, they said the current bill that was out just a couple of days ago, that it's just a non-starter, that they're going to have to see a lot more of bipartisanship in nature in the legislation that actually does come forward. And military troops and military personnel are an extension of our government and among the four million or so government workers who could lose pay. This is a wide ranging domino effect if they can't get their act together. Absolutely. And that's a number of people, right? Four million government workers could go without pay. As you mentioned, half are military troops and personnel. This also means a laundry list of other people could be affected. If you just take a look back at 2018 and 2019, about 800,000 federal employees were furloughed or went without pay. This is, you know, we're talking about TSA workers. We're talking about people who work in federal prisons. That actually went on for 35 days very, very long time. Um, And even then, uh, while the economy lost $3 billion, remember, there were still five appropriation bills that had passed during that time. There are 12 in total. So this time around, the question is, how many have we passed? Well, we passed zero, meaning it's going to cost a lot more money for the economy, but also just to shut the government down and bring it back up in the days or weeks to follow if it were to come to a shutdown. So it's probably going to cost a lot more than just $3 billion. All the while, U.S. lawmakers would still continue to get paid their salary. M. Wynn of ABC, thank you for your time, and we'll check in again soon. Thanks so much.